Wonderful to have Mark Hansen here this morning and also his wife, Greta. This morning, the Lord has wooed you and called you to this place. How grateful we are uh, to be his people here in Laguna Beach. We're going to begin this morning with All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name. It's in that book, that red book. It's called The Hymnal. And we're going to sing all four verses. So church, let us continue this morning in worship by singing All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name. Let us stand. of Christ be with you. Also with you. Let's turn and greet one another with a fist bump in this flu season. welcome you to Laguna Presbyterian Church, especially if you're visiting us with us this morning. We are so glad that you are here. On each one of the pews near the center aisle, there's a black folder. It's our friendship pad, and we'd love to have you sign in and let us know that you're with us today. You can see the announcements 
that are in your bulletin at the beginning. Uh, the 10 o'clock hour today is our annual congregational meeting. So we hope that at the end of this service, you'll go grab a coffee out on the patio and then come back in for the 10 o'clock time. We'll have a, 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 some time of worship at the beginning and then we'll move into an, our annual business meeting as part of that. And there'll be the annual report to look at and all sorts of things like that. So we hope that you'll stay and that you'll come back for that. We do welcome Mark Hansen and his wife, Greta Peterson, this morning. It is wonderful to have you. We are so privileged every year when you come, and we are always glad that you are here. So you will hear more of them later on today. It's wonderful to have them. You can see that in two weeks we have Parish Sunday on February 11th. Our deacons will host you over in Tankersley Hall with all sorts of goodies to eat. It's a great chance to get to know everybody else in the church family. So do plan to stay after either one of the services two weeks from today on February 11th for Parish Sunday. Our third Friday group invites you to join them uh, on February 16th to celebrate a sort of pre-Academy Awards night. That is before the Academy Awards happen and we are gonna have a Hollywood night and lots of fun and we are having a new band, the Laguna Contra Band with uh, Vicki McGinnis singing for us and we're very excited about that evening. If you want to dress up in your gala attire, you can see what I did last year in that picture, and it's lots of fun to do that. There's a new women's study group beginning this week, led by Judy Bell, where, that is called Wearing, the book that they are uh, reading is called Wearing God by Lauren Winner, and Judy will take, be taking sign-ups out on the patio today. Women's Retreat is signing up online. The deadline this year for women's retreat is just two weeks from tomorrow. Because we are at a resort this year, we have to actually be big time and make our reservation a whole month ahead. So we hope that you will sign up. Quite a few people already have. You can see that there are lots of things that are going to be unusual about this year, including golf, tennis opportunities. And Mia Moore is going to be offering an art workshop during the free time in the afternoon. And that is always Lots of fun. I, we, I love last time that Mia was there, I spent the whole afternoon, I think, doing what Mia was leading, and it was just a great way to spend the afternoon. Lots of other options, too. In a couple of weeks, on Wednesday is Ash Wednesday, the beginning of the Lenten season. We invite you to join us for that service on February 14th. It is also Valentine's Day, so if you go out for Valentine's Day, you might want to do that the weekend before so that you're free that night. Our afternoon homework club for children in the first to fifth grade began last week, and there's still room if you know a child who might want to be part of that. Let's turn our hearts to the Lord. Let us pray. <clears throat> Sovereign God, holy and awesome is your name. You are present with us this day as we, your people, gather to praise you to sing hallelujah for all your mighty deeds in the life of your people. Come and be present with us this morning in the power of your searching word. Work for the transformation of our souls and of our very lives by the power of your Holy Spirit. We worship you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Please join me for a call to worship. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the company of the upright, in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, 
studied by all who delight in them. Full of honor and majesty is His work, and His righteousness endures forever. He has gained renown by His wonderful deeds. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear Him. He is ever mindful of His covenant. He has shown His people the power of His works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of His hands are faithful and just. All His precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to His people. He has commanded His covenant forever. Holy and awesome is His name. Amen. Let us stand and worship the living God. Our shield, our defender, the ancient of days, pavilioned in splendor, church, and girded with praise. Let us say, oh, worship the
Let us be seated. Mysterious and unknown, and yet coming to us in Christ. And so to the Lamb now robed in majesty, praise and honor, glory, power be evermore. And so we sing together, church, love and faithfulness. Love and faithfulness, tender mercy, grace and we come into the holy presence of God, our own humanity is laid bare. When we stand in the living presence of truth, our own falsehood is revealed. People of God, let us acknowledge who we are and ask our ever-present God to forgive us. Let us pray responsively. Awesome and compassionate God, you have loved us with unfailing, self-giving mercy, but we have not loved you. You, you constantly, constantly call us, but we, but we do, do not, not listen. listen. You, you ask us to love, but we walk away from neighbors in need, wrapped in our own concerns. We condone evil, prejudice, warfare, and greed. God of grace, as you come to us in mercy, we repent in spirit and in truth, admit our sin, and gratefully receive your forgiveness through Jesus Christ, our Redeemer. So hear now the silent confessions of our hearts.
For we pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. My friends, here are words you may trust, words that merit full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, to all who confess their sins and resolve to lead a new life, he says, your sins are forgiven. He also says, follow me. Together we proclaim, to the, to the one, one who, who rules all worlds, immortal, invisible, the only God, the honor and glory forever and ever. Hallelujah. Amen. Again, Psalm 111, bring it into dialogue with um, Mark chapter 1. Psalm 111. Praise the Lord. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart, in the company of the upright, in the congregation. Great are the works of the Lord, studied by all who delight in them. 
full of honor and majesty is his work. And his righteousness endures forever. He has gained renown by his wonderful deeds. The Lord is gracious and merciful. He provides food for those who fear him. He is ever mindful of his covenant. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the heritage of the nations. The works of his hands are faithful and just. All his precepts are trustworthy. They are established forever and ever to be performed with faithfulness and uprightness. He sent redemption to his people. He has commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who practice it have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. And from Mark chapter 1, the very beginning of Jesus' ministry, around the sea at Galilee in Capernaum. They went to Capernaum, and, and when the Sabbath came, he entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded by his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes. Just then there was a man in the synagogue, a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit convulsing him and crying with a loud voice came out of him. They were all amazed. And they kept on asking one another, what is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. At once his fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. God of awesome authority, we stand in humility in your presence this morning, dependent upon the power and the authority of your word and spirit. Speak to us words that transform, that fill us with the power of your love and truth and grace. Anoint us, Holy Spirit, we ask in your name. Amen. This past week, an interaction between two of my female young pastors who were in my uh, company of new pastors group that Candy Blankman and I facilitated and mentored uh, for some period of time. They had an exchange on Facebook. Uh, Susie posted a picture of three generations of herself, her daughter, and Susie's mother. One beautiful colored picture, and Karen, my other pastor friend, 
both of these mothers, pastors, persons of integrity, Karen's commented, I remember your mother so very well. She was awesome. She was awesome, and her voice is embedded in my mind. I hear her still. That's the kind of authority that we long to see and experience in our world, isn't it? Persons before whom we are with reverential awe at their grandeur, of their character, of their accomplishments, of their presence, of the power of their words that have built us up, of their smiles that have warmed our hearts. This is the kind of awesome authority that we long to see and hear and experience. Tragically, this kind of authority seems to have evaporated in our world. And it's all around. We search. And what we see is the abuse of authority, the abuse of power, the difficulty in telling the truth, the promotion of our own self-interest before the needs of others. We see a world that longs to see legitimate and truthful and gracious authority that builds up. And so often we see a world in spiritual chaos. I've been reminded of that this week in, in thinking about some of the things that, that I've been exposed to. I remember that uh, Ken Burns video of the history of the Vietnam War. And how that war was conducted through several presidencies in, the, in our country. Each president recognizing that we were losing the war and yet for the sake of their own egos promoting the advancement of the war, and so bombing and napalming, and the loss of hundreds and thousands of lives. Every time I see the Vietnam War Memorial in Washington, D.C., I want to weep. Because we are a generation who have had great difficulty in trusting the word of our authorities. This is what the movie The Post is all about that will be up for an Academy Award. The Pentagon Papers that tell the, told the same story, released legally or illegally by Daniel Ellsberg, narrating a history of deception. And we long to see Authority that knows the difference between true and fake news. Authorities that we can trust. I was visiting with my orthopedic doctor this last week and 
for knee injections. And I knew that he was one of the physicians on the uh, American women's gymnastic team of the Olympics. And I asked him about it, and he said, the whole Olympic community, the gymnastic community, is reeling. He's a good man, a Christian man, a Catholic brother, who over the years I've grown to respect so much, so gentle, so kind, so truthful. Think of the cry of our streets of the Me Too movement. Where women have to shout out, enough is enough. I'm mad as hell and we're not going to take it anymore. Male dominance, abuse of power, sexual misconduct. Pope Francis in South America this past week had to confront the accusations of the misconduct of his own bishops and priests. It seemed as if he was somewhat still in denial of what had happened and what has been a tragedy in the world community, the world Christian community. So we can run through all kinds of examples of how awesome authority seems to have disappeared, and yet it's not too unlike what has always been there. God established the authorities of the world for the blessing and the upbuilding of life, and we need authority from the church, from our political order, from our economic order. We need authority. These are the orders of creation that God has given to us to bless us, and yet they are all fallen. We know that like we are as persons. The line of sin, as I've said, runs through every human heart and institution. Long to be able to say about another person, our institution, you are filled with awesome authority and we love you in a very real sense this is what psalm 111 is about it is about giving us reasons for worshiping god the god who created all that there is the god who spoke to his people who gave them his law the god who delivered them from egyptian slavery the God who led them those 40 years through the wilderness, the God who settled them in the promised land, the God who gave his law as a guidance for what it means to live right and true and good lives in faith, hope, and love. This God, the psalmist says, is holy and awesome. His name is, is holy and awesome and he is worthy to be worshiped and sometimes his people have not perfectly revealed who God is in the way we live our lives and the truths that we speak and this is why this psalm is so very important for us because it gives us the background for the awesome authority that Jesus carried with him into the synagogue in Capernaum. Verse 
He came and he taught, not like the rabbis of his time who gave their opinions about the meaning of a text. And so our great tradition developed. But Jesus came teaching, preaching, and healing in the power and the authority of Almighty God. And the people cried out, what is this? A new teaching with authority. And just as the people were having this discussion amongst themselves about authority, a man in the congregation, maybe a regular attendee of the synagogue, of the place where Israel worshipped, cried out in a loud voice, Why have you come here, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are. You are the very presence and the power of Almighty God incarnate in our midst. That's what the man was saying. The man who was possessed by unclean spirits caught a glimmer of the truth of who it was that was present with them in the synagogue, the Son of God the second person of the Trinity, the one who God had sent to save the world. Imagine having Jesus here this morning teaching the Word of God, the Word that is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword dividing soul from spirit, joints from marrow, and before him no one can be hidden. And he knows every detail of the depths of our hearts, of the words that we speak, of the lives that we live. And he comes to us, what kind of authority is this? And I want to answer this morning that Jesus came to redeem authority. He came to transform human authority. He claimed to plant the, the rule and the reign of God right in the house of worship, at the center of his nation, in the temple, in Jerusalem. He came as the good shepherd, seeking the one lost sheep to rejoice when he found it. He came with the heart of God's compassion to walk amongst us, to share our humanity, to give to us his mind. He came to feed the hungry with the bread of heaven and said, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats this bread will never hunger or thirst. He came to bring abundant life. I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. He came and women were brought to him, women who had been abused by men and publicly accused. And he came to bring forgiveness and the lifting of shame and guilt and the restoration of what it means to be human, created in the image of God, call for a right relationship with God and with one another in which we treat one another with respect. He came to speak the truth in love and to bear witness to the truth that was incarnate in him. He came with awesome authority and he stood before the tomb of Lazarus, and he cried out with the, with the authority of heaven, Lazarus, 
come out. And Lazarus came out. And the world, the surrounding religious authorities, and Rome was threatened by this transforming, life-calling, awesome authority. And he set his face to go to Jerusalem. And he taught and he preached and he healed all the way to the holy city. And there he was rejected by his own people, nailed to a cross, buried in a tomb. But on the third day, Easter Sunday, toward which we move, he was raised from the dead by the authority of the voice that came from heaven. You are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Come forth. And he came forth bearing all the awesome authority of Almighty God. And on the Mount of Olives, after his resurrection, the final words almost that he spoke to his disciples was, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always to the end of the age. And he said to them, wait in Jerusalem until authority and power comes from heaven to rest upon you. And then go into the world from Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth to proclaim and to live the awesome authority of the kingdom of God. And it is this authority that has been entrusted to the church and to each one of us to live with integrity and fullness of life with joy, to be presences and persons and to create institutions and orders in this world about whom people can say, you are awesome. Thanks be to God, you have blessed my life and shown me what it means to be fully human, alive in Christ. Pray with me. Oh Lord, you know we live in a world of great fallenness, and yet it is your world, and you still love us. And somehow you're seeking to work your way into the heart of humanity, into the life even of your church. Give to us the capacity to speak the truth in love, to be so bonded with you that we are bonded with one another and we know the things that make for life, that build life up. We know the way that brings good news for all humanity. Empower your church, we ask now. We ask in your name. Amen. The words of the Apostle Paul in Philippians chapter 2, we read responsively. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, 
who though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness, and being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. We may be seated while we receive the morning offering.
Now keep your lamps trimmed and burning. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. Keep your lamps trimmed and burning. And see what the Lord has done. Keep your the Lord has done. Oh, church. Amen. Amazing Grace. We're going to sing the whole song. So it's hymn number 202. It's in that red book again. Let's sing it, church. See what the Lord has done. I once was lost, but now, thank God, I'm found. I was blind, church, truly, but now I see.
pray. God of love, as in Jesus Christ, you gave yourself to us. So may we give ourselves to you, living according to your holy will. Keep our feet firmly in the way where Christ leads us. Help our lips speak the truth that Christ teaches us. And fill our bodies with the life that Christ is within us. This morning, as your scripture has commanded, we pray for political leaders and people in power. Give them wisdom and courage to work for a world of justice and peace. That for all who work for justice, embolden, embolden us to build communities in which everyone flourishes. May you renew our courage and commitment. We live for the day, we long for the day, when your kingdom of righteousness, peace, and joy comes in its fullness. And Lord, you have given us so many gifts, and we thank you for watching over and providing for us. Thank you for your faithfulness and promising never to leave us. Take now these offerings from our hands and let good come of it. Take our lives this day and let good come to us that we might reflect the light of Jesus and how we love you and love our neighbor. We lift up the prayer your son taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We close with joyful, joyful. We adore the, the words are printed in the bulletin this morning. second hour this morning we have our annual congregational meeting i hope that you will go out of the way this morning before you go to brunch before you go home to come and be a part of our doing the business of the church that is a part of the worship of god as we seek to steward the mission of god through this congregation and as we do so we remember that faith is authority and it is awesome 
in a world that in many ways has lost faith. We remember that hope is awesome in a world that oftentimes despairs. We remember that love is the most awesome of all. The self-sacrificing love of God in Jesus Christ for the salvation of the world, the Holy One of God who is present with us this morning. We praise Him and thank Him in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I invite you to remain seated for the postlude.
My life flows on in endless song. Above earth's I hear the real roar of him that hails a new creation. No storm can shake my inmost core, while to that rock I'm clinging since love. How can I keep from Thank mm -hmm. you.